Hello, everyone, and welcome to EFG LFG PSC. My name is Stephen Dutz, and I'm your host, as always, and I'm joined this week by my very good friend of far too long, Dana Brown. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, Steve. How are you? I'm doing all right. It's episode 10. We are approaching the Shadowlands, but we're not quite there yet because we do not have a patch date. No, we don't. (laughs) You're being very grumpy and impatient. Yes, this is like the Christmas morning that will never come. I I really need them to just, you know, pooper get off the pot at this point. I need them to give me a date. I need them to give me some light at the end of the tunnel so that I know what date I can look forward to. I already have my days off set for work to be able to do this expansion. I need to know when I can look forward to doing this event. I can't remember. Did you take the day of off? Yes. So not the 26th because it doesn't come out for us until like what, 7 p.m.? Yeah. So I can work my full day and be fine there, but I took the 27th and the 28th off. I think I may uh, do the 27th. I haven't decided yet. I have a little bit of time. Yeah. Um, but it is it, – it, the time is coming. Yeah. I just need the time because I've decided that – did I tell you that I'm going to take all of my alts through the starting experience all at once and have them all just sitting in Bastion? No. That's how you I'm going to do that? <laughs> and it's going to be really tedious. Like, I know it. But I just think it'll be beneficial to have all of them kind of in the starting experience, trained in their professions – and kind of ready to go. And also, I think it will be easiest because obviously there's going to be like some event, like right. a big encounter, you know, type deal, like at the beginning of BFA. I think there's one of those in every expansion. Yeah. Just so about. there will be some shenanigans that we have to do. And I think it will probably never be easier than on the opening days when everybody's kind of going through it. So I'm definitely going to jump in on that with all of my very undergeared alts. <laughs> and Hey, if there's other people shooting it down for you, all you got to do is tag it. So it makes it ex- really easy. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to let all the really excited people kind of help my really crappy mage, etc. get through. <laughs> and then I can park them in Bastion. And what will be good about it is I won't have to panic. Yeah. I can have them learn their professions. And that also means that I can kind of, start to send stuff over to my, you know, I can send the cloth over to my tailor and she can start working on leveling up her tailoring. And I think it will just be more efficient. Yeah. And not a bad idea. And the real question is whether or not I will get my rogue up to level 50 before the pre-patch or before the expansion happens, because my rogue has been leveling on a tear Mm-hmm. And if the new leveling experience is as quick as they say it is, I might even be able to get a seventh character up to the top oh. before, no joke, played her last night for maybe two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and I got like ten levels. <laughs> are you doing questing, or are you jumping her into dungeons? Uh, questing. It's a rogue. I don't trust myself doing DPS in dungeons. No, that's fair. So, but I'm in Stranglethorn Vale, which is something that I haven't done since the Cataclysm. So it's been really interesting seeing what's similar and what's different because some of the stuff is. Oh, yeah, because they like put a huge like maelstrom in the middle of Stranglethorn since Cata. I didn't get there yet. 
and like it's like I guess it's kind of a maelstrom. There's like this big ass waterfall that just like goes into nothing. Weird. I haven't gotten there. I'm only in the northern strangle form. Oh, okay. Just quest to go to the south, where they have. Yeah, you'll find it then. Yeah, they have mentioned that there are shenanigans afoot. Yeah. And so I I will get there. It'll be interesting. But it I got really lucky with being able to churn through some quests. And again, some of these quests are and I said this last time when I talked about level on my rogue, there's just some quests where being able to just stealth past everybody yeah. really lets you finish the quest quickly. And when you're getting double XP from the quest reward, like it's sometimes it's not worth killing anything, That's you know? True. So did, just you, running... go, did you come from uh Duskwood first? Yeah. Duskwood. And then I had the choice. I could have gone to Westfall mm-hmm. or I could have gone to Stranglethorn. And I was like, you know what? I haven't been here. So I just kind of went South yeah. and a lot of the quests are so close together. So if you're, they really for, are. If you're looking for some way to level a character, I, and I'm just going to keep going through vanilla with her yeah. after, after the pre-patch comes out. So I um, have recently, I started leveling a warlock the correct way. Cause my first warlock is still sitting at level 100 because of the, um, was it Legion invasions where like you could basically just like there were like a Westfall invasion and then there was a couple of other ones and you basically just show up at specific intervals of time and you just kill all of these demons and things and you just get level after level after level it was so easy I leveled up like six characters during that because from level one because <laughs> I just had like nothing else to do and it was super easy XP but I never truly actually played a warlock so I was like you know what maybe I should actually like level one see what it's actually like to do that so I leveled her the correct way she's my void elf so she started at level 20 and I put her through duskwood which is why I asked you because there are a lot of those quests where I was like man I really wish I could stealth past these things because I really don't want to kill yeah. them <laughs> And then yeah. I too went into Stranglethorn. So yeah, it's it's been a neat little experience running through. Uh, rogues are real good, by the way. I am enjoying myself with my little ninja assassin. <laughs> and so anyway, en- enough about that. Oh, by the way, I totally sold a mount today and lost ten thousand gold because I accidentally put it in the wrong price on the auction house. So oh no, was it the sky golem? Uh, no. Oh, no. Sky Golem sell instantaneously oh. right now and sell for about 30,000 gold in our server. So I am enjoying that. <laughs> but no, it was I made one of the rockets, the the, the uh, geosynchronous world spinner things uh-huh. or whatever. And those normally sell for about 100,000 gold on our server. Oh. And because and the price is kind of fixed because you have to buy 60,000 gold worth of vendor materials from that goblin in the Veil of Eternal Blossoms. And I don't know what happened, but I accidentally put it up for like 70 something thousand gold and someone bought it. And I went, oh, definitely lost money on this. Um, It's okay. Someone else put one up for 74. And so I just bought it and immediately listed it at at 100. So it's kind of a wash. All right. But 
you know, it's been uh, it's been an experience learning the auction house. I've learned that I have to pay attention. Otherwise, you lose a lot of money. <laughs> this is true. So anyway, let's talk about the topic this week. And now that we are we've talked about the, the covenants, mm-hmm. we've talked about a lot, really. We talked about the covenants. We've talked uh, you know, ad nauseum about some of the story stuff and what we're looking forward to. I think it's time to talk about the Torghast, which is really one of the main components of the Shadowlands expansion. It's the one that I am most excited for, truthfully. And it's the one that has gone through a lot of quiet changes yeah. over the last couple of months that have all been overshadowed i think by people being way more concerned about the covenants than i think they should be mm-hmm. maybe that's just me being a little harsh but i also think that there is something to be said for us podcast for casual fans torgast is a game within a game that doesn't cost anything to play Thankfully. whereas yeah, exactly. Whereas right now, Visions are a game within a game, but they cost something. This, you don't have to put quarters in that arcade machine. You can just you know, go crazy as often as you want. And I think that's awesome, and I'm very excited about it. So I know when we had our little pre-podcast meeting, Dana, you were like, I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I have no idea what's going on with this thing. <laughs> yeah, just, other than like when they <laughs> first announced it, And the fact that, like, there were some speculations on, like, how it would work, I really hadn't paid attention to Torghast at all. Sure. Well, and you know what? One of the biggest misconceptions, it's not really a misconception, it's the the way they sold it initially was that it was going to be an infinite dungeon, like a rogue, a true rogue light, and we'll talk about what rogue lights are in a moment. But the idea was that this thing was going to be a randomly spawning infinite dungeon, so you would right. have infinite content, and that you would be able to just go do it whenever you wanted and kind of grind out rewards. They have changed it significantly since that initial pitch, and I think all of the changes that they have made have been for the better which is a good thing because mm-hmm. we all know sometimes you tinker with crap too much. It just doesn't get any better. Nope. So Torghast, it is called Torghast, the tower of the damned. You know, it's a nice, cheerful place. <laughs> it's where all the happy people go. It is in fact where all the happy people go. So what it is, is as soon as you hit max level, you get us a brief quest chain that leads you to Torghast, the tower of the damned. And you, at that point, can start clearing it to try and earn what is called Soul Ash. Now, that is the – Soul Ash is the currency that – it's the – currency is the wrong word. It's the material that we will use to help power up and create our legendaries. Now, in the beginning, we're only going to be able to wear one. So we're going to be powering up that one. But the the theory is that we'll be able to wear multiple legendaries as the expansion continues. So how do you get this soul ash, you might ask? In fact, you did ask. I did. (laughs) And and so it's pretty straightforward. Torghast is broken down into six wings. Each wing has eight layers in it. I I was counting it wrong. So each wing has eight layers and each layer has 
eight or each layer. Wait, so six wings. Each wing has eight layers. Each layer has six floors. You with me so far? Uh, yes, that's a that's a lot of that's a lot of layers. That is a lot of layers. That is that is it's like ogres and torgas have layers. So the different wings are all themed differently. So for example, there's one called the the Soul Forges. Okay. And and that one is hot. So there's lots of lava and there are pits and traps and whatnot that are all fire-based. And a lot of the enemies do fire damage. Makes sense. Uh, there's another place called the Cold Heart Interstitia, which I would think it's safe to assume that things there are cold. And so that you would be dealing with more cold and cold effects. Okay. Like what would happen normally in other zones in World, in World of Warcraft and so on and so forth. Every week, two of these wings will be available for exploration. And then you'll be able to go through their eight layers. Each layer gets harder and the enemies get more challenging, but the rewards increase. And so the idea would be you would start on whatever, you know, wing you wanted Mm -hmm. and you would go through layer one, floor one and slowly clear your way through the floors and at the end of each kind of at the end of each layer is kind of a boss like a mini boss you would fight that mini boss and you would go through a portal and go into the next layer now you just kind of rinse and repeat that every time you clear a layer you get soul ash now that sounds kind of boring all by itself great it's just like a random dungeon but here's where things get nuts Dana through roguelike fashion, and I, I shouldn't say roguelike, I should say roguelite. In true roguelite fashion, as you complete these layers and these floors, you earn what is called Phantasma. Okay. And you can spend that Phantasma at merchants that are within these layers and on these floors and by essentially what are called they're called anima anima abilities but really they're superpowers and boons now some of them are very basic 20% extra health and mana 5% extra damage 2% speed that kind of stuff okay some of them are class specific okay and many of the class specific ones combo off of each other. So for example, I brought up a paladin list. If you, and if you're interested, everybody in what kind of powers are out there, head on over to wowhead. They have an exhaustive list for every class, etc. So just to give some of the examples, there is a power that will come up uh, called ancient writ of order. that says holy power spending abilities are 15% more effective Listen, that's that's cute, right? You know, you spend a holy power, things are a little bit more effective. Uh, how about a ability called Small Smooth Spike? Hammer of Wrath has three additional charges, right? So hammer, so Ring of Unburdening abilities cost one fewer holy power. Now that is once you buy that power, it stays with you for the remainder of a given run. Now, a run is determined by how many times you die. 
Like every time you go in, you have, it's not timed. You get a certain number of lives, basically, depending on how many people you're going in with. Because what's cool about this is you can do it by yourself or you can do it with pairs and up to a group of five. Which is really nice for people like me who are a healer. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. As as the guy who's going to be leveling and questing towards in the end game as holy, I'm very excited about this. So if you're solo, you got five lives. When you die, you kind of start over at the beginning of the floor. So the and once you get one of these abilities, you hold on to it until the end of your run. So abilities costing one fewer power, being able to spam some of your other abilities or use them more quickly is kind of odd. I mean, that increases your damage throughput or your healing significantly. Yeah. And then so those and then there are others that are talent modifications like some of them just straight up let you activate two talents on a given row. Oh, okay. And so the so that's pretty straightforward. And let's be real that when there are two talents are on a, the same row, that is done for a reason. And so right. you can kind of break that. And they also have abilities that are tied specifically to your covenant ability, including abilities that deal with just your the, the that deal with just the covenant ability in general. So for example, the Kyrian, your steward will bring you different stuff. One of them is that your steward for Kyrian, one of the powers you get is that they'll run around looking for resources for you. Yeah. So they just run around and bring you more phantasma or what have you. And so, you know, for Venthyr paladins, your Ashen Hollow deals 50% 50% increased damage or he- or healing when there are three or fewer targets. So if you're hitting like one thing, it just does way more damage. So uh, just to give you an example and it, so on and so forth for all of the different classes. What do you think so far? I just threw a whole lot of info at you. How are you <laughs> feeling about Torghast now that you kind of have a little bit better idea of the structure? So I like the fact that it's a little bit more structured and a little less RNG because when they were talking about the fact that it was in the beginning, it was basically just going to be random wing layer floor, whatever at any given time run per run. So it was like, if you were to go in, you would get say, you know, floor one on wing one, and you go through and then you die, you come out and you go in immediately again and you might get like floor one of like wing five mm-hmm. and have to go that way. And then it doesn't always like subsequently go one, two, three, four, five. It might go like five, three, one, two, seven, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I like that it's a little bit more stable so sure. that like people can learn the floors, learn the layers, learn the wings and get better at it over time and know what to focus on in any given week. Yeah. You definitely are going to be able to learn the meta for a given, for a given wing, you know, and to the point where let's say you hate the fire wing, Mm -hmm. you will never need to do it. True. What I mean, like you will never need to do the fire wing because there will be an alternative. Now, here's another thing that's really awesome about it. And this is what I was excited to read and see once some of the announcements happened. So I was concerned, okay, so you have to start a, you start a run, you have to go through 
layers one, two, three, and four on a given wing. It turns out that that is not the case. There is no advantage to going through and doing earlier layers that you have already completely cleared. Some quests early on, apparently, and this unlocks it. But you get this thing called the Wayfinder, which will more or less allow you to choose which layer you go to. And if you go to, say, layer four, because you've cleared one, two, and three, Mm -hmm. when you finish layer four, you actually get the rewards for one, two, and three. You don't have to go back and do the farm content to get the rewards. You can just push and get it. And if you try four and you just can't do it, then you can dial it back and go on into three, crush it, get your rewards and call it a day. I really like that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And like I said, this is going to be the reward that we use to get our legendaries and power up our legendaries. So we're obviously going to need the soul ash. So it is one of those player power, quote unquote, chores, just mm-hmm. like visions were. However, I think something to be said about it being sim- you know, being the fact that it's not locked behind those obnoxious invasions. Right. That was probably the biggest hurdle for me and the biggest gate for me on doing the visions is the fact that I had to go farm this token, essentially like the currency to buy the token to play. I, I just want to be able to go in. Like, I don't want to have to do extra grinding just to do something that is a grind in itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes total sense. And that's you're not going to have to with this one. I mean, obviously, this will be a kind of a grind a little bit, but it's a this is a just a different game mode. And I don't think it's going to be quite as crazy as having to do. I don't know why, but every time I have to, like, fill up a bar Mm -hmm. in World of Warcraft to complete a quest, it just really it really just brings my brings me down (laughs) my soul. I don't know how to I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, but at least like this, while it might be a grind in itself, it's not a grind to get to the grind. That's that's the most beneficial part of this for me is that like I can go in and like you said, like if I clear one through three in the first go and I have the the ability to get the you called it a waystone. Yep. Yeah. So if I just like save my progress there, I can come back another day and do like one layer or one floor and then just stop instead of being like, you know, my anxiety gets triggered by mythic keystones because it's timed. And you told me that these aren't timed, which is like huge for me because I can take my time. I can do as much as, or, or as little as I want to. And the stress level for that is way lower than visions and keystones, which are both essentially timed. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, they are. It. Th- I do enjoy Mythic Keystones. However, this is a different kind of thing that will have slightly different rewards, but they will be important. Yeah. And I am happy that it is a little bit different. I'll admit I was worried about a timer or, you know, achievements for speed running it and things like that. And it looks like this is just not built that way. And that rewards healers that are going to be stuck in there too, because yeah. we're going to be able to go in and some of these powers absolutely help. Yeah, so for it's sure. going to be interesting to see. Now, here's the cool part. 
there are the objectives in the different layers are not limited to beat the crap out of the bad guys. There's some other stuff in there too. For example, there are puzzles. Ooh, I like puzzles. And th- so there will be puzzles that you need to complete. There are kind of obstacle challenges. So a lot of the different rooms, I mean, at the end of the day, World of Warcraft, obstacle challenges largely consist of stay out of the swirly thing, but they have plenty of swirly things to stay out of. <laughs> uh, for example, I watched a video of some people clearing through the Soul Forge area. There's a number of areas with, that have like, they, they, they're like those things in Super Mario Brothers with the little rings of fireballs just spinning around. Oh, okay. And so you have to fight monsters while avoiding those shenanigans. Oh, I, I think that is interesting. As someone who plays a hunter, I'm very excited about that because <laughs> I can do that as a hunter. I am not super thrilled about doing that on my mage who cannot do that. Right. But we'll, you know, we'll figure it out. I just, I just won't play arcane <laughs> on that one and give myself the ability to move around. I think it's going to be an interesting game mode. There also are quests that will pop up while you are in there. And some of them are, you know, repeatable within a, you know, where even if you finish it within a given run, you might have another one. So some, for example, is you may within a given floor have to help someone find, like help one spirit find another spirit. Because there are lost souls inside Torghast, because it is the Tower of the Damned. So there are some damned souls. You're going to see these on the map, and you can rescue them. And some of them you can rescue and send them back to whatever your covenant, like the covenant equivalent of the Order Hall. And send them back, and they will help with that type of stuff. Okay. So that's kind of neat. And most all of them will give you Phantasma or will unlock some kind of anima power. The run may be kind of monotonous, right? Mm-hmm. There may just not be a lot going on. But then a quest pops up and it kind of changes the dynamic and might force you to, and I'm sure it will, force you to go a route that you wouldn't have necessarily gone. Just mix it up a little bit, get you some rewards. And it's a quest. So theoretically, you could just ignore it if you wanted. But uh, optional objectives are always A-OK in my book. What do you think? Yeah, um, it's like the bonus objectives that they've put in while you level in zones now, where it's like it'll give you a little extra XP, it'll give you a little extra gold, or like now it's like war resources and stuff for your mission tables. And it's just like this nice little extra boost. Like you're kind of in the area already. You're already doing stuff there. You're probably already killing what they're looking for. You might as well just do the extra little bit to get a bigger reward. Correct. Correct. I agree. I mean, we're down there and we may as well just get it done. Yeah. I mean, unless you're in a real hurry, but like if you're in a real hurry, then why are you playing Torghast? Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, you know, give yourself some time. Enjoy it. Love it because it's a roguelike. Now, I have talked about this a lot and I keep saying this term and you keep going to me. What the heck is this? <laughs> what the heck is this? So here's what a roguelite or a roguelike is. Back in the day. Back in the back of the day, there was a game for PC called Rogue. Okay. Now, in Rogue, you played a rogue, okay. an adventurer going into a, a wily thief trying to get to the bottom level of a temple in search of lost treasure. And the key is there were all sorts of secrets and challenges, but the real key is if you died, you lost everything. 
and had to start over. No matter how many, no matter how far you got, no matter how well you did, you had to start over. Mm-hmm. This has been wildly popular in certain niches um, in the PC space for a very long time, right? Okay. Because you know it's interesting. You know, the, it, they're always at least somewhat random as mm-hmm. far as their creation. And so they've been wildly popular in the last, I would say, I, I, I want to say it's like seven to 10 years. The genre has evolved and this is why they call it instead of rogue likes, which are games that are like rogue in that it's just a different setting, a different environment, maybe a different set of mechanics, but you play, you die, you start over. Other games have taken that kind of model and adopted it. Where if you play and you die, maybe you get to keep a little bit. Yeah, I really like the fact that Torghast is like that. Because if it was a risk-all, lose-all, I would be much less inclined to play. Yeah. You know, it would be like a mode that you would... uh, Well, first off, it would defy what World of Warcraft is, which is you're always gaining something. And that's one of the reasons why I love it. You know, right now we're in between expansions where, you know, it's a lame dunk, a lame duck expansion, right? You know, it's just kind of done. But every day I'm making a little bit more progress, right? I get XP and I, you know, I I get XP that I get to keep on my characters. Arguably because, you know, we're all losing a little bit because of level squish, but whatever, right? (laughs) You know, you're always making money or earning skill points or, you know, things like that. Things that you can legit never lose. And the, so the idea of losing everything kind of runs counter to that. Uh, And so that's where these games that, and they're called rogue likes or not rogue likes. They're called rogue lights, like light, like diet soda. And so what that means is in a lot of those games, you still have that same, you start over, you start fresh. The map is different every time. The enemy layouts are different, but you always get to keep a little something. And so in the, in the case of World of Warcraft, I mean, we have gear. So you're going to be earning soul ash that you can use to upgrade your legendary. And for all I know, there may be some, this is one thing I didn't see is I didn't see traditional loot drops, but I think it is possible. You are killing monsters. So, and you get to keep those things. And you get to come back stronger every week, theoretically, after clearing some raid bosses or some world quests and raising your eye level. I think it's so – so that's what a roguelike or rogue light is. And okay. I think that this is a great thing to throw into this game. Yeah. Especially for people who aren't necessarily willing to dive into uh, raid or even the Mythic Plus Keystones. Like, it, it's just something – them to be able to do in this game at the end game content that gives them rewards without really needing you know five to 15 other people absolutely this is soloable end game content where you really can complete awesome challenges and speaking of awesome challenges i didn't get to tell you what happens when you clear all six wings Oh, yeah. You you mentioned that that was something that it becomes even crazier. Yes. So when you clear all six wings, you get 
access to what are called twisted corridors. And so what that is, is this is this is all about the cosmetics. This is for mounts. This is for mogs. What do we call it? I'm, I'm gonna, I got to come up with an acronym. So it's like mounts, mogs, and pets. So like MMP, right? So this is all about that MMP, mounts, mogs, pets. And what it does is it gives you three layers, three random layers. And all the shenanigans that come with it, meaning some of the floors will have vendors on them and there will be rare spawns and bosses, all the standard stuff. It's just instead of all the layers being kind of themed after each other so you know what to expect, the layers may be different. And so maybe you'll be in the Soul Forge, so you'll take some fire resistance stuff only to get to the next room and find out, oh, <laughs> fire <laughs> resistance is kind of irrelevant and apparently from some of the testers i watched a little bit of this on the youtubes the other day apparently the jump in difficulty from one layer and from layer to layer and floor to floor within this twisting corridor is way higher like it seems like this is going to be that thing where the per the, the only the best of the best are getting this achievement for finishing a twisting corridor okay i'm Interested to see how that goes. Yeah, that will not be me. <laughs> we'll say that right now. That will not be you me. You never know. Maybe we'll do it together. Maybe. I'll heal you. You're going to heal you, me. Well, it'll be cross heals until the until the batteries run out. On, <laughs> this is yeah. true. So, or you can heal my hunter or my rogue. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'll have many characters. That's the this one thing true. that's freaking me out a little bit is that I'm going to have like six and seven characters to go through this. Mm-hmm. Torgas stuff every week and that's going to be kind of hard yeah i mean if you do like say two floors or three floors per character every couple of days or something and you just kind of keep them all at like an even layer it should be a little less daunting because like your first one will be the guinea pig and we'll get thrown in and you'll have to figure out the layer or the floor yep. But then once you do it, you'll know what to expect for the subsequent ones. So it'll be at least a little bit better. And a whole bunch of other people have millions of vaults. So I'm sure they'll also be doing it. So you'll have like pods of people to be able to do it with. I have absolutely already recruited some people to help babysit my mage. (laughs) I'm I'm very worried about my mage to the point where it's possible I may not even bother with her. Mm Mm-hmm. She's gonna be my fisher, my fisher person. Are they fisher people? Is she fisher person? Fisher so, person. Yeah, she can be my fisher lady. Brief sidebar: I completely forgot the portals existed. The, like the ones on- underneath the flight path in Brass. No, like the fact that mages can cast like teleport oh. go places. So <laughs> I like that on- all the time on mine too. So like I'm playing as her, and I'm like, oh man, I gotta go to like Northrend. So like I hop on the boat and then i was like wait a minute <laughs> you don't have to do that i don't have to do this i'm playing a mage and it and i remembered and then i promptly forgot because mm-hmm. that's that's me everybody i remember <laughs> and then i promptly forget but then i was watching a youtube video of uh, one of the gold maker guys and he does a lot of his miscellaneous stuff on a mage who can teleport to 
all sorts of various places. Like, I didn't know you could teleport to Deep Home. I was like, man, how are you going to get to Deep Home? I don't know where that oh, is. Oh, so that's and actually just, the circle in um, Stormwind, where how I we get to Uldum and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And so it's just really – it's amazing how much I can know about this game and still feel incredibly stupid when it's like I missed the obvious stuff. Like, oh, well, at some point before the expansion, I got to go visit Deep Home and figure out where that is. And it's really – figure out how to get there is not hard when the answer is get on your mage and hit the teleport to Deep Home button. Because my mage was a boost. So when you bo- – I boosted through that expansion. Mm-hmm. So it gave me all the ports. It gave her a fully stocked garrison and all sorts of other shenanigans. That's, I had no idea. That's super helpful. I didn't know that they fully stocked your garrison. I knew that you got – the portals because everybody can use the portals as long as you've either boosted through that expansion or you've unlocked them. Um, but yeah, I always forget all the time that my, my mage can teleport me places. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But I mean, that's just, that's just me. It's been, it's been fun just realizing that I can just get on my mage and go do crazy stuff (laughs) because I can just teleport wherever I want. You know, yep. without a care in the world. Yep. Can we so, also sidebar for a second of the fact that, yes. like, my brain has been saying this over and over again since you've said it, but the MMP of the Mogs, Mounts, and Pets is my brain is going Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. I just wanted to throw that out there. All right. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I'll just have to be very, very careful not <laughs> to get you confused between World of Warcraft and Battlestar Galactica. I mean, you know. I mean, Legion kind of was. Yeah, Legion was pretty close. <laughs> I mean, what would the spaceships and I don't know. I, I'm, I am looking forward to leveling a character through Legion just so I can kind of understand what that because I've I, I've done my like partial leveling there through Ajara. Ajara. Mm-hmm. And then and then people keep bringing me on like transmog runs in later raids. And I'm like, how do we get from like Ajara to getting on a spaceship? I just oh, don't know. And like Argus and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't get it. I mean, I know Legion is all about demons and stuff, so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there. We'll figure it out. It was actually a pretty decent expansion. So I think you really should play through it. I'm going to that. And uh, cause realistically, the only expansions that I played all the way through were Wrath of the Lich King, Burning Crusade, and Vanilla. Mm-hmm. I missed literally everything else. So I have reasons to play characters and actually level them through Pandaria and Cataclysm. Because, I, I mean, I don't really understand what happened in those. Vague. I get the Pandaria one because I watched a YouTube video because I was very confused. Mm-hmm. So I just watched the YouTube video and I was like, oh, all right. Old gods messed with the messed with their 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 whole shtick, mm-hmm. and I'm like, all right. So it, pretty much the answer to everything is old gods. Basically, I get that. Except Legion, where the answer is demons, or were yeah. there old gods and Legion also? I think there were hints of them in like the background, but it wasn't the forethought. All right, it was definitely demons. I killed a lot oh, of demons, yeah. and so yeah. It'll be. It, I am looking forward to being able to actually to actually level through 
those expansions. So, so that's Torg. Anyway, back to the back to the real topic at hand. That is Torgas. It is one of the most important parts of this expansion, and arguably, I think it is the biggest one for casual fans because it's soloable content. Yeah. And you're not timed. You can take your time. You know, you can get your buff foods and just kind of make life easier on yourself. And I'm a big fan. Yeah, for sure. We did it. Episode 10. 10 episodes in. They haven't fired us yet. (laughs) We have have not been canceled. So, everybody, I appreciate you listening to me teach Dana about the tour guest. I'm sure she's looking forward to a to, to the actual expansion happening so that she can teach me about stuff. Yeah. But until next time, everybody, this is Steve and Dana. We will be back next time to hopefully tell you all about how excited we are for the pre-patch. Pretty please, <sighs> Blizzard. I know. Maybe maybe we'll be talking about the 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 big event. Although who knows? We're gonna get there though. So, everybody, give yourself a great night. <laughs> we'll be back next time after the reset. Have a good one. Bye now. Bye.